a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We have had, wait a minute, you need to stop, sit down. We're going to mix things up here a little bit. This is live radio. We have in studio the one and only Jeff Kaplan, who, of course, has been social distance broadcasting uh, for the last seven months, uh, is making a rare appearance in studio today. We are safely social distanced. Man, it is so good to see you. It is wonderful to see you. I know we've been texting and talking. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm awkward. I've been sitting in my little <laughs> shell in my house in my studio, and I, I didn't know what to do. I was worried. Do I take the mask off to talk on the air? I just don't know how to be around people anymore. <laughs> well, we're glad you're here, and you're our kind of people. And, you know, we, we were chatting during the break, break. One, it's just it is so great. You You forget how much you miss people and that connection and i've had several times where it's like oh my gosh it's so and so it's like you want to run up give him a big hug and it's like ah, what not, what not did so i bad. just say to you what did i just say to you i think i'm gonna cry yeah i really felt that welling yeah. up in me just seeing you yeah. it's been too too long way too long and uh, as always we we talk about the uh, the things that matter, and I'm, I'm just going to put you on the spot. As long as I got you in the studio, uh, this is uh, this is my opportunity. Uh, and and first, as many of you know, uh, when uh, the Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away last Friday, uh, it was an interesting series of an of events. And this is a little behind the scenes, uh, but it's it's indicative of the team at KSL News Radio, uh, especially indicative of one Jeff Kaplan. Uh, many of you have heard me describe Jeff and his ability to get to the essence of anything uh, in such a powerful way. Uh, and so let, let's go back to last Friday. Uh, it comes across the wire. Uh, the I justice was, has passed away. I was at home. My producer <laughs> told me RBG is dead. And I immediately thought, I got to get Boyd on the air. And I texted you within two minutes yeah. of getting the news. We're just putting it on the air. And, and you sprang into action. You were with us within four <laughs> minutes after that. And thank you. Yeah. I had just, I literally, I had just walked in the house. I uh, hadn't even set my bag down. I saw the text from you. And then I saw Kira calling. <laughs> the producer's always on it. She's sharp. <laughs> <laughs> and so we jumped on and uh, we had a, just a, a great conversation and in typical, Typical Jeff Kaplan fashion, uh, he led me to the essence. I, I had not really thought through uh, her passing because she seemed to be, uh, you know, more lives than a cat. I mean, she had beaten cancer four times and all other kinds of health issues. Uh, and so I had not really thought through. Uh, and then you got to the essence. Uh, you you asked, you said, what about her relationship and friendship with Justice Scalia? 
that's about all I know about her personally, other than the things you see, you know, in the TV, made for TV movies. And so I had to ask you because, you know, you have the inside sources. <laughs> and, and to your credit, uh, this is mutual back padding. We're, we're, we're log rolling here. But to your credit, you then spoke for three minutes about it and made it a teachable moment. And thank you for coming on and doing that. Uh, it was great. We then turned that around and uh, shot it out to the world uh, in uh, in print. And, and, and interesting, had opportunities to talk around the country. And this was the thing we were talking about during the break, uh, is that this story, this connection has just resonated. It wasn't the early story coming out of her passing. There was a lot of the shenanigans and who's going to replace her and what's legal and constitutional and all those things. But as the week has gone on, the essence, the essence of Ruth Bader Ginsburg was not found in her legal opinions, uh, wasn't found in uh, any of her rulings or her judicial philosophy. It was in her respect uh, for people. Uh, Kellyanne, can you play the sound? This was from uh, the eulogy that Ruth Bader Ginsburg gave for her buddy, her shopping buddy, uh, Justice Antonin Scalia. In the words of a duet for tennis Scalia and Soprano Ginsburg, we were different, yes, in our interpretation of written texts, yet one in our reverence for the court and its place in the U.S. system of governance. Reverence for the court, uh, reverence and respect for people. Uh, as we talk about the challenges that the country faces, uh, I think so many of them are just tied up in that uh, Kira, who's always doing everything for all of us around here. Uh, she ran in when news broke in uh, Louisville of the uh, indictments there. But I, but she got to the essence. You guys are a, a really nice tag team on this. That's what we do. <laughs> the indictment was for wanton endangerment. And she looked that up, and it is the extreme indifference, extreme indifference to human life. And think about that. I don't know how you codify something like that. I don't, I don't understand yeah. the charge. I mean, I would think murder manslaughter yeah. like that yeah but i think there's a lesson in indifference i think the worst thing you can do to a human being is be indifferent i'd rather have you angry at me than have you indifferent to me uh an extreme indifference to human life uh we're going to explore that a little bit more tomorrow uh, but that is uh again one of those essence things that we get uh, from your show so jeff it's just awesome to see you great to have you in the studio and i want you in that chair soon I am not indifferent to you. It is wonderful to see you. It is wonderful to be in this room. Back to my little hole this afternoon at home. All right. And uh, everybody tune in. Four o'clock. Jeff will give you the breakdown, the essence of everything that matters. He'll make your drive home, uh, help you be not just safe, but a heck of a lot smarter by the time you're done. Uh, love having him in the studio. Uh, so as we talk about this, uh, this key, this idea of reverence, uh, reverence for other people, uh, to me, is the opposite of indifference. The charge uh, being leveled against uh, the uh, uh, Kentucky uh, officer in the Breonna Taylor shooting uh, and killing. And there is something to learn in there for all of us uh, as it relates to how we treat each other. Are we indifferent? Are we indifferent to human life? So I think if you look at that, indifference, if you look at the opposite of that, reverence for life, 
that's uh, that's how Justice Ginsburg described her connection that she had with Justice Scalia. That they had this reverence and respect, which allowed them to to talk across their differences and to listen across their differences and to disagree better and smarter and to become better uh, as they pushed against each other, as they pulled towards each other, as they explored why someone would take a certain position or what it would mean in the in the long term. Uh, so to me, that's the, the beauty and, and power of it. And the, and the power of it is, of course, in the people. It's in these principles. It's in, it's in people interacting with people and expecting more, not less, of each other. And so whether that's in the middle of a pandemic, whether that's in the middle of racial unrest or an economic turndown, uh, there is always space. There's always space for a conversation to be had. Uh, if we go back to earlier in the program, if you missed any of the program today, uh, you want to make sure you pick up the podcast today. Uh, we had a great conversation with Maya Jaredot, uh, who's doing a fellowship with the Deseret News. Her conversation of how do you have conversations with your children about race and unrest, uh, just some brilliant insight there. Uh, Chris Stewart, of course, doing some yeoman's work uh, as he uh, gets past the uh, three-digit suicide hotline bill and got that to the president's desk this week. Those are all just vital things. And so, you know, make sure you go back and listen to the podcast. Make sure you think through some of those things. Uh, we'll continue to uh, highlight uh, the honors uh, p- being paid to uh, Justice uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg for her life and legacy. Uh, that will continue through the day tomorrow. And uh, tomorrow on the program, uh, we all, I want you to come to the text line early and often tomorrow Uh, We have a debate coming up, a presidential debate coming up uh, on Monday. Uh, Chris Wallace from Fox News will be the lone moderator in the room. And I want to know what questions would you ask the two candidates? And I don't want the easy red meat, far left, far right, blast the other person. I don't want those kind of questions. Give me a thoughtful meaningful question that could be asked to the two people who want to be president of the United States of America. We'll get into your question tomorrow. What three questions should Chris Wallace ask on Monday? I've got a few ideas of my own that we will share. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us today on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that will make a difference. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.